No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, he's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time. Because he's faithful. Hang in there, my friend. Your blessing's just ahead. You might not see it. You might not feel it, but all you got to do is know that if God is in front of you, the blessing is right there. So reach out. Reach out to him. Because in him, everything you're looking for is right in the center of his heart. And all you got to do is run into the center of it and let him surround you with his goodness and his grace, and his mercy. He just keeps pouring it out fresh every day, waiting for you to receive it. So walk with open hands. Be willing to receive. No, you don't deserve it. None of us do. But that's why Jesus came. To bridge the gap between you and God and give you everything you don't deserve. His love, his mercy, his grace, his goodness, his blessings, all of your dreams come true. It's not about you. It's about what he wants to do in you to glorify himself. Yeah, he wants to show off. He wants to use you and to show out, to show the world who he is in your life. So have faith. Open your hands. Open your heart. Be open. Believe. Know that his love overcomes everything in your life. So stand fast and trust him. Trust him to bring you through whatever it is that you're struggling with right now. Because he's faithful, my friend. I know. I'm a living witness. You can be too. Hi, I'm Michelle McKinney Hammond. Welcome to Life Talk. We've been talking about how to make life work, how to build a house or the life that you want to live in, a life that works for you, a life that stands solid and firm. So we've talked about laying the right foundation, erecting the right pillars, and now we've moved on to using the right tools to finish the work that we've begun. We've talked about so many elements, and today I want to talk to you a little about habits. Habits are a major tool when you're trying to construct your life. Some tools will make or break you. Some tools will make or break your life. The habits that you cultivate are one of them, like power screws that can either secure a mechanism or break it if it's adjusted too tightly. 
Habits can either set you on your course for success or send you spiraling into the abyss of failure. Habits are the disciplines in your life that dictate your final outcome. Athletes, for example, are in the habit of working out, of eating a certain way, of avoiding specific actions or even people and places that do not help them build the stamina and strength needed for their sports. They develop regimens that keep them focused for the final test or game. Athletes prepare themselves for going the distance. In life, it's the same. Your habits will help you go the distance or fall short of your goals. Habits lock you into a direction and keep you on course. Without them, life becomes a loosey-goosey affair that never quite comes together or holds any degree of lasting substance. When you live without discipline, you're going with the flow and going absolutely nowhere. Remember, in every success story you'll ever read or witness, someone's consistent habits were the anchor of his or her success. There are four kinds of habits that keep life working. Several brands of the habit tool, per se. Spiritual, mental, verbal, and physical. And each one is equally important. Each plays an important role in how your life will operate. Let's examine these one at a time. Let's start with spiritual, your spiritual habits. Spiritually speaking, you have to have a routine. Even Jesus had one. He sought the Father in intimate prayer. In the world, some refer to this as centering themselves. Others insist that they need to hear from on high before they begin their day. I second their motion. Every job in life has systems, set routines that enable the workers to complete their task. Before people begin a project, for example, they receive their assignments. Life can be like a job. Getting direction and clear-cut steps to help you navigate is essential to your success. You've got to get your orders and know the parameters of your project before you can set the wheels in motion for anything you want to accomplish in life. Who better to consult than the one who made you and knows how you work, as well as how everything else works? You need input from the one who has a bird's-eye view of your situation. The one who can see all the ins and outs, the possible hazards as well as the easiest routes to take. With God's clear direction, you're destined for success in every area of your life, but you must take the time to seek His wisdom. Creating the habit of being still, seeking His face, listening to His voice, and searching His word is one of the greatest power tools you'll ever use. Not only is seeking God consistently a power tool, it's a restorative tool. The wear and tear of life makes regular restoration necessary. Movers and shakers know the importance of gaining direction, insight, and restoration from those more powerful than themselves. If you want to know how to run a country, why not consult the one who rules the world? The king of Israel, David, said, God, you are my God. Earnestly, I will seek you. My soul will be satisfied as with the riches of foods. I think of you through the watches of the night. You are my help. You see, David saw God not only as his help, but as the one who nurtured, fulfilled, and restored him. Now, it's one thing to be full, but it's another to be satisfied. A consistent spiritual routine keeps every other area of your life on track. It becomes the axis from which everything else bends. 
Do not equate having good spiritual habits with being religious. Religion is deadly. We are not talking about going through the motion so you appear spiritual here. We're talking about cultivating a healthy relationship with the master architect of life. That would be God. Regular consultation with him is the key to gaining wisdom and revelation concerning the intricacies of your life. There are some things only God knows. Friends and family can take you only so far with their suggestions. So make it your business to check in with the one who's able to give effective help in all matters. The more regular your time spent with him, the less drama you will have in your life. Note, you will not be exempt from trouble, but you will be equipped to handle it. Once you've established this important discipline of having a spiritual routine, five steps will make that habit a tool that gives you strength and power in your daily life. Step one, die daily. You will have to sacrifice daily in order to get anywhere in life. Just to get across the road sometimes requires a sacrifice. For example, you have to wait patiently for the light to change before you can turn onto another street. In short, get over yourself. Life is not all about you. It's about God first and everybody and everything second. Removing yourself and your perceived rights from the equation leaves room for much more happiness and fulfillment. Personal insistence will always kill your joy. Dying daily, exchanging your wants and plans for God's, keeps you flexible and open to new directions that can lead to paths of pleasant surprises. C.S. Lewis entitled his autobiography, Surprised by Joy. That says it all, but I think most people are not open enough to be surprised by joy. They're far too insistent on how their lives should go. This cuts off their options and hinders God from being able to do new and surprising things in their lives. Dying daily is an important part of your spiritual habit. Step two, take up your cross. Shoulder your responsibilities with conviction and a sense of purpose. Some issues and events in life are painful but necessary. Handle them with dignity. All of us have crosses to bear. God has crafted your particular cross with precision to fit your shoulder, your strength. God will send help in those times when you stumble beneath the weight of it. Persevere, knowing a reward awaits you. Part of the dying is acknowledging and submitting to the things that are necessary for true, abundant life to blossom. Not only for ourselves, but for all who inhabit our world. Be willing to bear the weight and gravity of the issues of your life. This means making responsible choices that aren't necessarily fun, but are worth their weight in gold later. Or staying focused and disciplined when you'd rather throw caution to the wind. These choices will work for you in the long run. Step 3. Get Dressed Put on the armor God supplies so that when trouble comes, you'll be able to stand your ground. Paul put it this way in the book of Ephesians. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life-or-death fight to the finish against the devil and his angels. 
So be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon that God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. That's the message version, which I like a lot. Put on your helmet of salvation, your guarantee of life, wearing well throughout eternity. The belt of truth, which will keep you on point and out of trouble. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the breastplate of righteousness, your defense against self-doubt, as well as your entree into the good graces of God. Be filled with the readiness that comes from being equipped with the gospel of peace. Know why you stand for what you stand for. Then grab the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit so that you'll be equipped to effectively battle the spiritual forces that consistently assault your mind, your body, and your spirit. Step four, you need to nourish your spirit as well as your body daily. Just take enough of a portion for this day. There's plenty more where that came from. No need to overstuff yourself and get constipated or stuck on one thing. There's a reason God instructed the children of Israel this way. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In other words, bite off only what you can chew and trust God for tomorrow's provision. This develops your dependence on him and not yourself for sustenance and results in consistent peace in an ever-changing world. Thus the phrase that Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer, Give us this day our daily bread. The final step is grow daily. If you're not growing, you're stagnating, which leads to death as sure as you're born. As you yield more and more of yourself to the one who made you, you'll find yourself growing by leaps and bounds with so much more to contribute to others. Growth leads to greater productivity. Growing is good for you and for everyone around you. Let me leave you with this construction tip. First natural, then spiritual. You can start off in your own strength, but somewhere along the way, you'll need the undergirding of your spiritual habits to keep you in perfect alignment. Without nurturing spiritual habits, your life will implode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace and the wonders of your ways and the miracles you constantly amaze